Welcome one, welcome all to episode four of the Two and a Half Brain Cells podcast with your hosts, Murtaza. And I'm Reza. And on this week, we're going to be talking about Wall Street bets, investing as a whole, the whole controversy around GameStop. We're going to get into that. Uh, Tesla Plaid edition, uh, Tesla's new model that just came out with. Everyone's eyeing fancy new car for themselves. And our movie review slash series review this week will be on Peaky Blinders. So stay tuned for that. Stay, stay tuned for that at the end. All right then. All right. So, so let's kick this episode off with uh, the Wall Street bets topic. Yep. All right. So Wall Street bets and investing. Now, since I'm a bit, I'm a little bit more of a greenhorn when it comes to investing. Uh, we're gonna leave more of the the technical stuff to you. But uh, because of the whole controversy of GameStop, I've finally gotten into investing. I've been holding off for a very long time. And I think it's a really good move. Obviously, as everyone in investing already knows, you don't make money. You make you don't make much money having the money lying around your bank account or your savings, right? So Exactly. Yeah. So like even if you do put your money into savings, you do earn some sort of interest, but it is very low. Uh, which is yeah. I mean, depends on how much money you have in there. Uh, that's how much percentage you gain. But this is a disclaimer. We're not providing any advice we are not advice yeah any yeah we're not providing any professional investing advice because we're not qualified for that uh so exactly i mean you're doing at your own risk exactly i mean okay you're taking advice if you're taking advice from two university students then you're already pretty flawed in your thinking so okay hold up you don't have to insult our viewers all right well I'm not. I'm not attacking them. I'm just saying we're we're well well versed in a lot of subjects, but we're not financial experts, guys. Come on now. That's that's not our that's not our stomping ground right now, right? So I'm just I'm I'm just spitting facts. I would say. So what the whole thing how it started was is that there's a page on Reddit called Wall Street Bets, a community. Sorry, and someone on. In that community, they realized that hedge funds were doing this thing called shorting certain companies, uh, which shorting is like you borrow something or you borrow a stock. Okay, you don't buy it. You borrow that stock. And then you have and then you sell it. Okay, for a higher value than what it originally was. And then when its value dips again, you buy it back up. and in that moment, you earn a profit, and then once you have that stock back, you give it back to the original owner. The original owner has their stock back, and you've gained a profit. So it's a win-win situation. But in doing so, it hurts uh, a lot of time retail investors, which are just regular people investing their money into the stock market, who have no relation to hedge funds. So to mess with the hedge funds, they, uh, Wall Street Bets, started a massive buy for certain stocks, which increased their price a lot. Like it, they skyrocketed, specifically GameStop stock. And in doing so, it lost hedge funds billions of dollars. 
because at one point they were forced to buy back the stock at a much higher price than what they were uh, originally paying for. Yeah. Um, I just want to cut in here before you continue. Uh, just to give a little more credit to Reddit, because I'm a bit of a writer myself. I help out people on there in the Hackdash community and whatnot. Uh, so the original user, I don't want to say his actual name because it's just a little bit of a censor word, but he was the one that started this entire movement. And the biggest, uh, just to phrase it a little bit more loosely, he essentially got all these strangers on the internet to rally behind him because what he found out was that um, this uh, venture capitalist firm specifically called Melvin Capital, they were the ones that were shorting GameStop stock. And they're a hedge fund. They obviously have, have a, they're worth over a billion, so they they can do that, and they're professional with it and whatnot, right? Um, he convinced all these strangers, strangers on the internet to rally behind him and to essentially buy the stock when it was at a lower... They basically bought out all the stock, even though it, when it was at this lower price, and they continue to continue to hold it. And now the problem was, as far as I know, I'm not 100% sure on this, but essentially the the stock, the 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 venture capitalist from Melvin Capital then had to buy back and cover you to cover the costs essentially. So they ended up eating out on. They ended up losing all all of the gains that they were potentially trying to get from that stock. And all these redditors became rich, and as you can see, not all of them became rich, but a lot of them have already bought out. Uh, as of this recording on Tuesday, February the second, uh, GME actually has fallen a lot. As of right now, it is at ninety-eight dollars, so a share. So that's actually a very, very low margin compared to what it was just a few days ago. I believe it was over four hundred dollars just a few, just a few days ago. So it was, but just, um, at one point, Robinhood, which is one of the most, or it was one of the most popular trading applications in America, um, and I think across the world too, they actually stopped the trading on certain stocks, um, and that caused the prices of these stocks to fall significantly. Um, and now there's this controversy. I just want to sorry to cut in again. Just this controversy mm-hmm. about Robinhood. The the reasoning why they actually stopped people buying GME and actually some people even reported that their GME stock had already been sold back, so they had it sold off even though they didn't want to sell it off. Uh, the controversy is that Melvin Capital actually gave they are owned by another hedge fund. Now that hedge fund, uh, they give they they have significant investments inside of Robinhood. So Robinhood's personal interests, supposedly, we're not encrypted. This is not incriminating. I'm just NDA non-disclosure. We're, this is what I've heard, and I don't know if it's 100% true, but essentially, people are suspecting, and it's almost clear as day that Robinhood essentially stopped the trading and sold off some of the people's GME stock because they were in cahoots with the, this bigger hedge fund that owned Melvin Capital. Melvin Capital went bankrupt to the point that they had to be bailed out by other hedge funds. So th- this is the degree to which the internet basically found out uh, the hedge funds game, and they beat them at their own game for once. And uh, if anyone thinks they've heard of Melvin Capital before, you probably have. Um, they were actually mentioned 
or more than mentioned, I believe, um, in a certain movie called The Big Short, which was about the 2008 financial crisis. Um, mm. And it was a, mm. it was a pretty big movie. Uh, I, the, I believe it, the yeah. Melvin Capital, um, I believe it was represented by Christian Bale. I see, I see. Uh... Yeah, yeah uh, so the, the hedge fund genius, this is a Forbes headline, by the way, uh, from j- the 26th of January. The hedge fund genius who started GameStop's 4,800% rally now calls it unnatural, insane, and dangerous. Um, And this was Dr. Michael Burry, the hedge fund investor, and he was dramatized by Christian Bale in The Big Short. Just putting that out there. Dang. And... uh, want to invest we do recommend that you do your own research and you are comfortable with whatever money you're putting in don't do anything that uh you can't afford to lose don't put anything in you can't afford to lose because it is quite volatile and there is always the chance that you will lose everything you will lose everything yeah so uh because i feel like it's it's a very common trend people associate not everyone wants to be an investor or to leave it to the professionals, so to speak, because they don't know how it works. And it's very intimidating with all these numbers and whatnot. I mean, like right now, I'm very intimidated about half this stuff. So I probably won't even look into properly learning how to invest post-grad. But it is definitely one of the ways that you can secure money on the side without actually having to do like a lot of like labor intensive or like time and well not time intensive it probably will take a lot of time to learn correctly and whatnot but it's never too late to learn about how money works and how to make money and how to make money work for you so yeah just be educated before you take your bets never never ever put more than no, never bite off more than you can chew so start with like a small amount work your way up and like, Hey, you make a deal with yourself. Like, Hey, if I can turn this much into this much, then I can reinvest that same amount somewhere else. So you won't have to actually end up putting like, or don't get greedy with it. Greed is like the, like the pinnacle of all this the more greedy you become, the more you're going to lose in my opinion. Uh, just transition. And I have a great transition. So Elon just recently, I was watching as you do a TikTok the other day. Uh, so there was a TikTok about this guy that was, so Elon hopped onto a call with the founder of Robinhood and he was basically putting him on blast as to why it looked really shady as to how Robinhood was the one that stopped the, the, the trading of GME. And he like, he, he, it, it was funny. So good guy, Elon. And I feel like that's a great transition into our next point. The Tesla yeah, Elon is Elon is off his rocker once again, but this time I think it's in the best possible way because they've recently, like finally, after so many years, they've updated the design of the Tesla Model S and the X because, yeah. like, you know, certain car manufacturers, they update the design every four or five years. I think it's been about, like, it's been over five years at this point since the design of these two models was updated. And now they have two additions or two different Ooh tiers for these cars 
the Plaid and the Plaid Plus, which are performance editions, and they can Ooh. do 0 to 60 in less than 2 seconds, which is... I, I hear it's 2.1, or 0 to 100 in 2.1. Never mind. 0 to 100 in 2.1 seconds for the Plaid edition, less than 2.1 seconds for the Plaid Plus edition, uh, but... I think 60 miles is about 98 kilometers. So because of that, uh, it is a little different. Uh, these can also apparently do the quarter mile in less than nine seconds, which is absolutely insane because you need incredible, incredible uh, acceleration for that. Currently, the fastest car, to the fastest production car to ever do the quarter mile is actually also another American car, just like Tesla's American. Do you want to take a guess? Uh, you know, is, it, is, is it the Taycan? No, that's Porsche and that's German. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know. Maybe. Is it like a Ford one? Is it a Ford one? I don't know. No, it's not Ford. It's pure American muscle. The Dodge Challenger SRT Demon. What? It did... What? The quarter mile. They have an EV. What? No, it's not an EV. Oh. No, no, I'm not okay. saying EVs. I'm just saying the fastest quarter mile car. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Go on. So nine point six five seconds, which is the fastest so far, and Tesla's claiming that they can do it in less than nine. That's ridiculous. That, that is ridiculous. But it's also super expensive. Like it starts off at $190,000 Canadian for the Plaid Plus edition, which is, you know, the fastest what about the, you want. What, what about the regular Plaid, Plaid Model S? Let's plaid see. Plaid regular what? Model S is 160000 Canadian, which converted currently uh, is about 125000 US. Uh, well, I guess it depends on your upgrades as well. Purchase yeah, price, potential it's, savings. It's still quite quite an expensive sedan. It's, it's a luxury car. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not under 19K USD. Okay. Yeah, so about 150,000 Canadian rubles, as they would say. What's a Canadian ruble, my guy? It's just a joke. I'm just I'm just making fun of the, the name dollar. I just, it's just a meme. Dollars, okay, so not to confuse you, geez. All right, anyway, uh, my point being, can we talk a little bit more about the interior design? Because I feel like it's that that second screen. Yeah, go for Genius. it. Uh, so mm -hmm. just from me Googling, I can, uh, this is just me on their website and their product page. Uh, so I wouldn't, I haven't looked too much into the, um, the, the original, so I can't speak on that. But as far as I know, the second screen was not there, so... Now your kids yeah, no, that, or whoever wants to. That's definitely new. But as yeah. uh, MKBHD said in his video, like if you're looking at it for an extended period of time, it might just start to hurt your neck because it's at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's intended to be used as frequently as the main display. I think that's more of like, if it's like a kid, like they're going to watch something for like maybe an hour tops maybe half an hour and eventually kids are kids i mean i'm talking about kids from like three to like 
nine or so. That's pr pr pretty much when they eventually fall asleep by even in the in the car. So I feel like if you're an adult doing that in the back, then then obviously you no, know, there's gonna be a lot of neck pain. So just demographic wise, I would say its intended audience is probably for kids based on the location. In my or, opinion, or on the other hand, um, it really adds extra control for the people at the back. So like your seat controls, your ventilation controls, because I'm pretty sure Tesla has it as different for the front and the back. That yeah, would, so they could probably get really access. Make it easier. Exactly. For that, the position right, seems right. completely okay. It, it is interesting. I want to see. So they claim that you can actually game on that back monitor. So up to 10 teraflop, teraflops of processing power enables in-car gaming on par with today's newest consoles, which I, I doubt, I mean... They're pretty powerful, even for just being consoles. But I doubt Tesla was able to to get to get that no, in. I, but think, hey, I think Tesla can do that. If if any car manufacturer, it's going to be Tesla. People claim you can play Cyberpunk in a Tesla now, which is off a browser, obviously, but with GeForce Now or something. So I I think that's different. But uh, but point being, I mean, uh, it looks very the, nice. It does look yeah. very nice. But in their like promotional pictures, it shows. On the larger screen, it shows The Witcher 3. Um, it shows Fallout. Shows I see a Fallout there. On the screen. Yeah, I, I, I don't know those other games. What is that? Which is, but also, this screen looks a lot bigger than the original one, in my opinion, which is really good. Mm. Um, but beside the screen... Something I'm really happy that they didn't change in this car is the like the display for the driver. Like they just completely removed that for the Model 3. Which makes no sense to me. How much is the Model 3 in comparison? Is it much cheaper? Yeah, the Model 3 is much cheaper. Well, that's probably why they're probably cost cutting. No? Yeah, but it still doesn't make sense cuz like because you have to look at the middle screen for your speedometer, your tachometer. Everything is in the middle screen for that. Instead of having a small little display for the driver. The Model 3 starts around about, I would say, 40 USD. What is that? 40 USD? Yeah, 40, no, 46. You can save money. They, they keep, they, they obviously customize it for California prices. Because... That's probably their main audience, I would say. But probably. it's a worldwide brand now, so... It I, is, yeah. One of their it. biggest factories is in China. Yeah, their new, their new Gigafactories. Yeah, so that goes to about 60K Canadian. So that's the Model bad. 3. That's not bad considering uh, the car. But I do see... Yeah, I, I, would, I would assume it's just cost-cutting. The monitor does look bigger. I agree with you there. Because the Model 3 one looks tiny in comparison to, to the one the Model S Plaid has. But but uh, also, aside from that, the steering wheel looks like something like out of F1. Sort of like... Oh, a... oh no, you can you can change it to Canadian. Actually, see the prices. I'm dumb. Never mind. Yeah, so it starts at about 52.99. Yeah. That's not bad. 52.9 for the original rear-wheel drive. Now, if you want to go bougie, you're looking at the highest paid one for the Model 3 at about 74.99. Now, if we go... I'm, I'm just curious as the prices. You, you can continue. I'm just going to look at the prices a bit more. 
are you an as are you an aspiring Tesla enthusiast? Would you like to own a Tesla in the future? I would love to I've own asked, a Tesla. I've asked my friend this in the past, one of my closest friends, and he's always been like very insistent that it's too much hype for him and that it's actually not that great of a car. So yeah. I would love to own a Tesla, but depending on you know it depends there's a lot of factors going into it. Is it my dream Such car? As... Yeah, that would not. be my question. Yeah, so what is your dream car then? My dream car? That's a better question. From, yeah, what is your from the very beginning, I want I have always wanted to own a Ferrari. A Ferrari. A Ferrari. Where are you gonna get two fifty plus K lying around? Oh, oh wait, no, no, the I screen can, looks can... smaller here. What? This is weird. Okay. I'm I'm being a little bit suspect. Is this just the the regular S? Oh wait, never mind. That's probably the regular S. Never mind. Never mind. Oh what? I mean Okay, no, okay, I, okay, okay. I'm I'm getting confused. I think the screen is the same size, potentially. They just make it look bigger in their infomercial, but if you go to the product page when you're about to check out, it's I would say on par with the Model 3, the main screen. But they do have the my 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 concern is the steering wheel. Why do you think they made the steering wheel like that? I think they made a steering wheel like that just for pure aesthetic purposes. Um, that kind of steering wheel is a performance steering wheel used in like that shape is used in racing, uh, specifically like European racing, F1 cars and whatnot. And the thing is, they make very sharp turns like they're not, you know, making a full U-turn for the most part. They're not going slow on regular roads. Those guys are going hundreds of kilometers an hour um and for that purpose it makes sense but for this i think it's just purely aesthetic it probably you know if they probably pass safety tests and everything that's why it got approved in the car other than that i think he's off his rocker just a little bit Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. but it's cool though like it looks cool and you know, once people start using it, they'll probably get used to it after a little bit. It'll it's just gonna take a little bit of time, you know. There's gonna be a bit of a learning curve there. Yeah, no, I feel like if you were my concern with that 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 size is that if you're driving like a regular car and you get this fancy new Tesla with this used steering wheel, I feel like aren't you gonna be potentially well, well you're probably gonna adapt before you go on the road with this. I would feel like it's a bit more of a learning curve with that U-stream wheel, and you're not used to having the top. Because I'm one of those drivers that, like, I hold the top rather than the bottom. Yeah, I think it's Is just weird? how comfortable you are. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to hold it from the top, but I don't think it makes a my parents. My parents claim the way you're supposed to drive with 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 the steering wheel is essentially you have your like those two armrests out, right? And then to avoid fatigue in your arms, you're supposed to rest your your elbows on the bottom and then hold the bottom of the steering wheel and then drive like that. And that's the way my dad also drives. But I think that just might be because he doesn't he doesn't lift his hand up as often. But I when I drive, I'm holding like the top of the steering wheel. Like Yeah, I usually hold yeah. the top of the steering wheel too. Yeah, I think I think it's probably just a case of thing. Um, preference. Wait, hold up. What's your dream car? Like you know, mine is a what's Ferrari. What's yours? Um, oh, sorry, I'm not much of a car guy. But if I were to take a car, 
if it wasn't a Tesla, I would probably take uh, not Lamborghini's too flashy. I haven't given much thought to this, frankly. I'm I'm more of a practical and like functional type of person. Like if the car can suit my needs and it's extremely functional for my everyday use, then that's the car I would get. And as of right now, it probably is the Tesla. But in the future, if I had ascertained a Tesla, I would probably go for like say a Porsche or yeah, probably a Porsche. Probably a Porsche. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely good cars. I, I don't like a car being like ass. Yeah, I don't like having a car being like really, really flashy. Like I want it to be like sleek, but like low key. Like it looks like it's not that great of a car, or it, it doesn't catch as much attention. Well, supposedly there's so many Porsches wrote, but... like that. No, they're like you yeah. get a family. You could get a sedan for a Porsche. Yeah, I guess Porsche it just ID. depends on the type. Like if it's a flashy car, then I would. It, it, we're talking about something like a completely different car, but I'm more of like a functional, laid back, like low key. But like, yeah, I don't. I don't even care That's about the car. flashiness. I just want a fast car. Like I know, I, I also I'm a fanboy for Ferrari. Always have been. Always will be. But that speed that you get with a Ferrari, that engine roar. That feeling, absolutely amazing. I see. Oh, you you like the speed aspect of it? Oh, I oh, I love the speed, but I also like I also love the design of Ferrari. Um, I think like Lambo is way too angular. Something like Bugatti is way too round. I love mm. American muscle cars, but except for the Mustang, like I'm general, I genuinely don't like the mustang aside from like the 60s models mustang from the 60s let me see that oh oh wait you like the 60s models or you don't like i love that i love the 60s mustangs yeah it does look very it's amazing bro like it's a classic american beauty yeah, it doesn't even look that outdated even. That's the thing. Like, it looks like it could fit in. Although it's probably, like, weighs a ton because it weighs engines a ton, back yeah. then. It's not the safest or the most reliable. Also, gas guzzler. Like, these are not gas Efficient at all. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, speaking of which, you want to transition over to our last point? I actually have an amazing transition for that. All right. So speaking of cars, right? Bugatti is one of the, like, top of the top, right? Yeah. And it's a French car. For those who don't know, it's not Italian. It's French. And Yeah. Um, And it was actually released. Like, Bugatti started making cars they only have 300 employees wow yeah oh yeah bugatti makes very very minimal cars and like every piece is like handcrafted and stuff 
Very, very custom. Yeah. It, it looks, they only have about 300 employees and it appears that they only turn out maybe like 76 to about 80 vehicles a year. It, it says here they were founded in December 22nd of 98, 1998. Interesting. 19, that's, that's wrong. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure that's wrong because uh, the Bugattis, right? If you go on Bugatti's website, it says, and I quote, in 1901, Bugatti exhibited the first of his own cars, an international exhibition in Milan. That was 1901. It's probably their modern brand. Maybe someone reworded it as like their modern probably, look. Because at one point, yeah. um, Volkswagen bought yes. Bugatti. And I think they still yeah, they're, them. Yeah, Volkswagen owns them now. Yeah. But... um. In, uh, like the the oldest Bugatti I've ever seen, I don't know the specific model, but it was in Peaky Blinders. Oh, they used it in Peaky Blinders, uh, or like maybe a shell of it. You know, their website is very basic. It's the Bugatti Type Two, and that's what the Type Two is. What the what the oldest car is apparently on their website. Interesting. But yeah, so like. And Peaky Blinders is this BBC show that takes place a little bit after World War One. Uh, it's it's similar to a mafia show, um, but it takes place in England, following um, the Shelby family, led by the second oldest brother, Tommy Shelby. And it's actually one of my favorite shows right now. Um, it's they've had five seasons. Sixth season is set to release sometime no, in the future, but it is set to release. No, they have six seasons. No, they have five seasons. No, they have six. I just checked earlier. I'm pretty sure they have six seasons. I could check again, but like I, I literally was no, on Netflix. No, six, season six, season six was uh, confirmed, but it hasn't been, un, uh, hasn't been released. And as of 14 hours ago, on a website called dev discourse uh the headline is peaky blinders season six announced as final season hmm really interesting but uh there is a possible movie continuation movie continuation after season six you've seen peaky blinders right yeah, so uh, I've I watched this ages ago. I want to say I wish I could see when I watched it. Pretty sure there's like a website because Netflix doesn't tell you when you watch the show. So essentially, I'm about three seasons, two 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 seasons, basically. I'm at the beginning of the third season, but uh, as one does, I ended up reading like spoilers <laughs> randomly at some point. I believe. And that kind of just spoils it for me. I kind of know what happened in towards the end or like right after the beginning of the third season. And thus I decided to, I, I just stopped watching it. So um, uh, yeah, that, that that's the gist of it. I basically, what ended up happening was that I figured out that, and I don't want to get spoilers, but I, I figured out what ended up happening towards like the middle of season three. So that deterred me from watching it. So it's a classic case of I bit off more than I can chew and I became uninterested. So I, I, I believe I watched this series like maybe like a year or two ago. This is like pre pandemic. I want to say 
early 2019 or late 2018 even like it was it was definitely a while ago it's been a while so i haven't come back to it and i think back then there was only the fourth season hadn't been announced yet so just just for context no i've been watching it since the like after the pandemic started and honestly i'm loving it uh each season they come out with something new something interesting to keep the viewers gripped it's not like the same bad guys every single season. Yeah. I would say a show that's that's infamous for getting viewers bored is Riverdale. Riverdale, I, I don't even think the actors know what's going on in that anymore. Yeah, no, that's a whole other bag of worms. Uh, people like left the show like after a season or two. And Netflix just kept giving them the thumbs up as far as I know. And no, essentially... They're a, I, show. they're a CW show. Yeah, there are a CW show, but I believe Netflix owns, like, don't they own some sort of rights in it, or no? Am I wrong? I think they own the international rights. Okay, they own, maybe the only international rights. But as far as, I, okay, basically, I started watching it because it came on Netflix, but if they, even if they are a CW show, that probably explains it, because Netflix probably would have pulled the plug ages ago on them if they could. Uh, in, in my opinion, it's... They have a reputation of going on for too long, like Supernatural... Arrow, Flash. The Flash. Yeah, Flash is another example. Supergirl. <laughs> Supergirl. I think Supergirl is ending, though, soon. Yeah, I think Supergirl is not as bad as the other ones. Maybe that's just me, but I actually haven't watched that much of it. I watched two great examples. I used to be really into The Flash and uh, Riverdale, obviously. After I believe the second season, I was like, this is the same shit. Like, there was nothing new. And it, they basically just kept twisting the same like main characters into different roles, and I'm like, oh, this person's good now, this person's bad now. These people are they, they were good, but they're now bad. Like it, 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 it's very confusing. So I stopped watching that pretty quick. The Flash, the same story essentially. So the Flash is a bit more of like the supernatural because obviously there's like superhero powers and whatnot. Uh, we're kind of de- de- derailing from Peaky Blinders, but that's just because I haven't watched it in a long time, so I hope you don't mind. Yeah, no worries. But hey, that's good. Like yeah. We recommend watching Peaky Blinders. Uh, it's available on Netflix. There's only eight episodes per season. Um, I think less than an hour long per episode. So like, it's really good to just sit down and binge it. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's sort of a bingeable. period piece, yeah. Yeah. but like it's amazing i highly recommend it uh right now i'm giving it like an 8 out of 10 i would give it a solid like back when i watched it i it was a good 7 7 slash 8 for me as well yeah so i think i think 8 7.5 8 out of 10 seems good it let us know if you're so interested in riverdale and let us know what you actually do watch. If you're not watching Peaky Blinders, what's your go-to right now on Netflix? Yeah, let us know what uh, what you recommend for us to watch. We might review that in the future. Are you into Are you into more series? Do you use Netflix for just movies? Because there's people like that as well. Maybe. Yeah. Ooh, one really good documentary. Just one more thing before we end it off. Uh, um, did you watch The Last Dance? Because I watched it. It was uh, a I masterpiece. I haven't watched The Last Dance yet. Oh, I see, I see. I won't say anything, but yeah, it's a masterpiece in my opinion. So that's a big documentary that, in my opinion, was told very well. 
And it's very raw. Like, it's all from the perspective of Michael Jordan. So, yeah. All I know is that uh, he took it personally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you have to bring up the meme of it. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely took it personally. And you, you'll uh, watch, watch the series and you'll find out what we mean by that. Yeah. So to let us yeah. know uh, what you watch, what you recommend for us to watch, uh, give any feedback on our podcast, uh, you can find all of our links available at our link tree, which is linktr.ee slash 2hbcpod. You can catch us on Instagram and Twitter at 2hbcpod. And uh, you can listen to this audio podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts. We're also available on apple podcasts if you're listening on another platform and wherever you're listening we highly recommend you leave us a review and it would be much appreciated uh, again you can also follow us on all our handles and uh, you can email us and reach out to us at our email at 2hbcpod at gmail.com for any sponsorship or increase you might have or hey if any feedback you want to give on what we should talk about next on the movie review or anything and everything else in between uh, also, soon to be coming, you can also follow us on our TikTok once we get that set up, which should be soon, I believe. No? Yep, we'll announce our TikTok handle on our Instagram and our Twitter. And you can follow us there for short snippets of this uh, of our podcast and tidbits of cool things we want to do and whatnot. All right, and remember, we upload every Thursday on the Thursday. And with that, we've been your hosts, Murtaza. And I'm Rosa, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Peace.